Hello, good evening, and welcome to another edition of Resistance TV. We've spoken about the pernicious maximalist strategy of the pro-party Zionist lobby on Resistance TV on several occasions before, but they've plumbed new depths now, and they're actually going after the Boy Scouts. I mean, I was quite amazed when I heard this story, and uh, the person that they've targeted is uh, Pete uh, Gregson. Pete Gregson, indeed, he was the first in there. Crosshairs because of his criticisms of, of Zionism and his outspoken support for the Palestinian people. Um, Peter been a volunteer scout leader for, I think it would tell me, 20 years or so after first offering his services when his kids joined the scouts and, and he stayed on after they grew up. Anyway, I'm, I'm pleased that, that Pete's uh, joined us this evening to tell us about what's happened. I mean, our regular viewers will remember that Pete's been on the show before. But uh, Pete, welcome to Resistor TV again. Um, this is quite an incredible story, mate. Um, just uh, take us mate, and then maybe tell us a little bit about, you know, your involvement with the Scouts and how long you've been with them and how you'd come to be involved with them as well. Well, I mean, I grew up in Aberdeen, <coughs> Catholic family in a Protestant city. And, you know, there wasn't, um, getting out and meeting people, particularly Protestants, wasn't that easy. Um, and uh, we were kind of, it was a bit of an inch to the life being a, being a Catholic in Aberdeen at that point. But the main thing was that I um, I got involved with the Scouts because I didn't want to be in the BBs. I and mean, the BBs was the Protestant thing, the Boys Brigade. So I, uh, the guy across the road joined the Scouts. So I went along and, you know, I enjoyed it because you did a lot of stuff. I was from the age of 12, you know, I did Badges. No one else was interested in building radios. <laughs> the blacks are from the scout no. leaders. Uh, camping, building fires, cooking, hiking, playing football. Played a huge amount of football, which up until then I'd always been rubbish at, but I got better. So, I mean, I, I, I developed quite a lot in the four years that I was involved and kind of moved up and became a patrol leader. I didn't want to be a patrol leader, but you ended up being dumped with it because you were older than the other kids. But yeah. you know, This would be the 1960s, Pete, yeah? We're talking yeah, 1960s, are we? Yeah, I left the Scouts in 1973, so I was involved from sort of 69 to 73. Right, yeah, um, yeah. I was pretty active, you know, every Friday night. You know, it was a big thing. It was used up my whole evening and, and obviously going away from yeah. quite often. And living in Scotland was a big introduction to countryside because they were always going up to Cairn Gorms, Balmolar, Balladar, you know, the Western Highlands, the far north, like places I would never go. To be honest, no way would I ever get to these places, um, going into the wilderness and living for a couple yeah. of weeks and stuff. Yeah. So it, it gave me a kind of love of the outdoors that I've never lost. You know, I still I still love camping and stuff like that. So, I mean, I had a great time. Eventually, I had to choose, you know, between uh, girls and the scouts, as you do. Because <laughs> uh, Friday nights, you know, uh, there was a drama group and there were girls there. So I was, it was, I was torn. I was torn. But ultimately, you know, I was, I was... I wasn't using that. I, I was led uh, towards the female sex. <laughs> so I stopped. And they were very upset to leave me because at that point I was a senior patrol leader. Anyway, that yeah. was in 73. And, uh, you know, I did a usual sort of crap with the union stuff, got a job and things. And I became a youth worker. Well, I was a youth worker from the age of about, from 1980 up to, 20, to 2005. So for 25 years, I was working with young people. So I've always had, you know, a big interest in youth movements, working with young people and so on. And then after 2005, I, I stopped youth work because I just got sick of working evenings and I had, I had kids. And I, 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 but my kids at that age were old enough to join the, um, the Beavers and the Cubs. 
and there was no provision in the area. I mean, where I live, there's zero community work, there's zero youth work. So I, I, we, we signed them up and the kids were doing the sort of things that I used to enjoy doing. And that carried on um, up until like 2012. And at that point, um, I was at one of the scout AGMs because I'd started taking an interest in how they were running. So, and uh, they said you needed a new treasurer and I volunteered. They said, bingo, you're in. <laughs> Nobody wants to be a treasurer. In every organization you get involved with, nobody wants to do the books. They hate them. And I'd been treasurer for arts organizations in the past. You know, it's a voluntary thing. So I was happy to take it on. And uh, my kids stopped going about 2016 because they, were, they weren't really that interested. They, no. didn't, they didn't love the outdoors like I did. But I kept going um, to, to help out because, you know, yeah. it's really hard to get volunteers to run the thing. Um, and I was organising the finances and paying the youth leaders' expenses. There was about 50 kids involved. You know, it was quite a lot of local kids went to it, fundraising for them, submitting accounts for the scout group for its charity registration, claiming gift aid, organising annual general meetings, Christmas sing-alongs, you know, all this stuff. I actually got an award. Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls, look, he gave me the Chief Scouts Award. There's Bear's signature. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was in 2018. Because, I, I mean, I just liked helping out because it was a, a charity that was, you know, involved in giving some young people something to do. Um, and and I wasn't mad about the dib-dib-dibbing and all that crap. But, you know, as, a, as an act, activity for kids, that was important for me. And it was actually... Um, while I was last year, I was in New York for the Al Auda uh, conference. You know the Palestinian rising to yeah. return, um, which was really exciting because I was trying to get Edinburgh twinned with Gaza. So I went along to talk to them about using the internet to work with people in Palestine to kind of get over the isolation they suffer because of Israel. Um, and and when I was there, I was in New York. I got a message, a weird message from one of the scouts district commissioners saying you know can you talk to me I want to talk to you about something and I said well I'm in America and, and I got a phone when I got back and he said are you uh, involved um, with the campaign against bogus anti-semitism and I said yeah he said right thank you uh, I'm afraid I'm gonna have to suspend you and I'm like what and the next thing I know I got a letter or an email saying I've been suspended and I was like Jesus Christ this is ridiculous <laughs> you know yeah, I have absolutely. never in the scouts, in the 10 years I was active as a treasurer, I never once mentioned anything to do with no. Palestine. You know, I didn't. No. I mean, the, the, the group scout leader is an Israeli Jew, and he used to right. babble at executive meetings about Israel, but I buttoned my lip. I never said a thing. Yeah. Right. Um, this, this was insane. You know, they suspended me for this, for what? But then they wouldn't actually say what the allegations were. You know, it's just because. Do you know where the complaint? Do you know where the complaint came from? No, they wouldn't, uh, tell. they wouldn't tell me. But it wasn't until a year later that I found out about a couple of weeks ago, um, and I'll tell you about what happened uh, and what they were actually doing me for then. But in the meantime, of course, the accounts weren't being done and people weren't getting paid, and the group scout leader, as I've said, he knew it was something to do with. You know, I told them, oh, they've, they seem to be unhappy that I'm involved in the campaign against bogus anti-Semitism. And he wasn't bothered. You know, he's an Israeli Jew and he was defending me 
to the uh, higher ups saying, oh, he's, he's entitled to his opinion. He's got an opinion on his He's entitled to that, you know. Um, that hasn't got anything to do with the scouts. <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> but, you know, someone much higher up had decided that they were going to finger me for this. Um, yeah. And, and I, I mean, I, uh, the, the, the executive was tiny. I mean, the executive committee at the scouts. And more and more, because I wasn't doing a lot of the stuff that needed to be done, the yeah. others were taking on more and more. And people were dropping out. And the chairperson was so pissed off, she resigned at Christmas. Partly because of my treatment, but also because yeah. you know, they weren't progressing it. She could see that there was no interest in resolving this matter. I kept firing them emails saying, what's going on? Why am I suspended? Um, you know, and, and when I got a, a letter from Rabbi Weiss uh, saying, you know, there's no way you're, anti, you're not anti-Jewish. Um, okay. And I sent that to them because <clears throat> I've been getting attacked with the Twin Gaza and Edinburgh Council, all that nonsense. Okay. So, I, I, you know, that was useful, I say, because like, he's a Jewish person, doesn't think I'm anti-Semite, you know. He thinks it's fair enough to criticise Israel. Um, and, and that, you know, they got all this stuff, but it doesn't seem to make any difference. Um, and, and I'd complained about my, tr- my treatment. I'd actually written to the Weekly Worker. <laughs> They've suspended yeah. me, and I don't know why, you know. I'd written yeah. to Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls, the chief scout. I said, look, Bear, dear Bear, or you say Bear, dear. Yeah. I don't know where you put that right <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know um, what's going on. You know, you're the chief scout. Well, do you stand by this? Uh, and of course, his office was like, oh, oh yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to get involved. His PA said, so they, we don't get involved in internal matters. You know, so they were on a mile as well, then. Yeah. So they were. I mean, this is really sinister, isn't it, Pete? Uh, uh, I mean, you know, we've heard about how the Zionist lobby has targeted uh, artists, musicians. Um, and cancelled from, you know, performing in, in various locations. We know what they've done in regards to politicians, to academics, um, to teachers. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't. It seems to me that there, there is there is no uh, port that they're not prepared to, uh, you know, uh, attempt to ha- have some influence over. Um, they're just well, not prepared to tolerate any. Uh, a notion of support for Palestine or free speech on Palestine at all, are they? I mean, when they're coming for, well, you, know, you know, because I've been doing the Gaza twinning stuff and putting the rabbi on tour, I was in their sites because yeah. um, what happened was that I'd, I'd put up this, you know, someone had to do a huge amount of digging to finger with me with what they fingered me for. Yeah. So right, cast your mind back six years ago. In 2017, I wasn't involved in Palestine at all. I was active in the Labour Party, but none of the anti-Semitism thing had kicked off. I was passionate about supporting Jeremy Corbyn, and I was doing a lot of stuff campaigning, I think CND stuff mostly. And uh, yeah. and then uh, and I put up an advert. I don't know if you can see it. This was an advert that I put up in the Edinburgh Volunteer Centre. Yeah. And this was in 2017, before I was campaigning for Palestine looking for um, executive committee members because there wasn't enough people on our committee. We're trying everything to get people to join the scout committee. So I put an advert up and, you know, it wasn't even directly on the obvious advert. It was just a bit you clicked through, you know, if you want more information. And I left my home phone number. So somehow or other, somebody, uh, because this is why they suspended me, it turned out, because I also had that same phone number on the Campaign Against Bogus Anti-Semitism Facebook page. 
you know, it was hidden as well because you had to click on it to get it. So yeah. someone did a huge amount of digging to go through every single thing in every single place that I'd ever been involved in to try to find out this number for the Edinburgh Volick Student Exchange that is no longer listed because the advert died. We never got any response. No one came. This is five years old. Someone with a lot of technology has managed to find something five years old, a phone number that was in a, deep in a, in a website at the Volunteer Centre in Edinburgh, and managed to find, oh, that's the same number that was on the Campaign Against Bogus Anti-Semitism page, which doesn't exist mm -hmm. either, because we've changed our name to One Democratic Palestine. Yeah. So th that, those kind of resources to connect those two numbers. And they said, all right, well, you know, you've been using the same number. That's making a connection between scouting and your political campaigning activities. I said, well, yeah. actually, this is my own private, personal landline phone number that no one ever uses, I should say. Yeah. And in 2017, I wasn't even campaigning for Palestine. You know, yeah. this is a completely ridiculous connection. It's like any volunteer gives out their phone number is suddenly going to be incriminating every other organisation that they ever give their phone numbers out to for their it's connection. Absurd. Which is it's totally absurd. What, 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 I mean, and they, they claimed that I was campaigning as a, a acting as a representative of the Scouts whilst advocating a political position, but I wasn't. It's bollocks. Yeah. I wasn't representing the Scouts in any way. You know, fair enough. If I'd gone to Scout leaders and said, you know, down with Israel at the Scout meetings, well, yeah, that is advocating a political position. But you know, my phone number yeah, that was that. there for extra information. Yes, you know, yeah. It's the most tenuous, pointless, ridiculous. Thing. And I'm sure if I if I had been campaigning against Russia or in favour of Ukraine, yeah, I wouldn't be suspended now. Oh, no, no. Well, I mean, there's double standards are, are quite breathtaking, aren't they? But I mean, what's the next step then, Pete? I mean, where have you left it now? I mean, are you well, just going so, to accept that or are you going to fight it any further? A couple of weeks ago, I got this letter uh, telling me that I was expelled. I mean, I can't appeal, but. I'll put it in for form's sake, but <laughs> who does that? Who does that appeal go to? Uh, oh, the 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 safeguarding officer. There you go. The national safeguarding operations manager. They normally have to deal with kiddie fiddlers. You know, that's the usual yeah. thing. Yeah. Why the scouts get caught up in this crap because of uh, you know the scout leaders been uh, of course yeah yeah child porn yeah, or that's yeah. that is valid or bullying or something violence towards kids i mean that's that's the remit you know getting involved in politics in palestine i don't i think that's why they took a year to make their mind up because they didn't know what to do but someone yeah. high up has has been determined to nail me and it's probably someone like uk lawyers for israel because they hate my guts and they're constantly trying to yeah. get me or um the friends of israel somebody somewhere but it's, i think it has to be someone probably like the israeli embassy because the amount of technology you need to rake through that amount of data to find a connection where my phone number happened to be posted in the Edinburgh Volunteer Centre, which isn't something. But, I mean, but Peter, it's, I mean, it's it, not but like, but it's, but it's not like you're, you you were holding down some high-powered position in a in a hugely influential organisation, or that you had some sort of national profile as a. Um, as a musician, and you were using that like, uh, you know, Roger Waters or something. But you're, talking about scout, you're talking about a scout leader here, you know, helping kids, volunteering to give kids, a, you know, a, an opportunity to enjoy the great outdoors and all the things that the scouts do. To actually target you, to target you, you know, in that regard, 
I mean, I'm just gobsmacked. I mean, this is really plumbing new depths, isn't it, for the Zionist lobby? We know that, you know, they're pretty shamefaced, but this is quite extraordinary, isn't it? Well, I think the witch hunt is is going further and further and further. I, I was watching an interview with Asa with Stanley had done uh, on the thing called the London Circle with a guy called Al Tikriti. He's a really good interviewer. Thanks to Stanley being the um, deputy editor of the uh, Electronic Intifada, who's just written a book about how the Israel lobby brought down Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah, well, it's about bogus anti-Semitism, isn't it? The weaponization yeah. of anti-Semitism, yeah. which is yeah. here with me as well. Yeah. And he was talking to this guy, Altikriti, and he said, uh, what was it Altikriti said to him, it's now safer to criticise Israel in Israel than it is Yes, yes, in indeed, I've Yes, indeed. In, in Israel, indeed. people get away with it. Well, obviously, if you're Jewish, you get away with all sorts of things. But in, yeah. in Britain, if you criticise Israel, my God, you're cooked. You know, this is it. This is where the Zionist lobby's tentacles, you know, they've done politics. They totally mm. control the narrative at Westminster. They're working hard on the arts, you know, with Ken Loach and Dave Gilmore and stuff. And now yes. the national youth organisations volunteering, it's like... It's like they'll stop at nothing. I mean, they are on the yeah. ascendant. And I think what they count on is the fact that they can do this. They can exclude you. If you choose to support Palestine and you put your head above the parapet, they're saying, we'll get you. You know, we'll nail you. Whatever you do in your outside life, other activities or participatory groups, or if you volunteer, you're involved with the school, we'll get you. We'll get you expelled. Yeah. Because the more people they expel, the more justification they seem to have to expel people because they're finding oh, them under every single rock. Um, oh, absolutely. I, mean, I don't know what you think, uh, Pete, but I mean, I think that they were emboldened by the success of the anti-Semitism scam inside the Labour Party and the way in which the advisors around the leadership, Jeremy Corbyn, continued to press Jeremy, and he went along with it stupidly, to appease these people are unappeasable and they got away with getting ken livingston kicked out of the party getting him kicked off the national executive committee uh, they got away with um, taking on a very prominent uh, member of momentum in the form of jackie walker then they i mean there are many other people in between times i'm just talking about high profile individuals then they went for me Mm. Uh, as, a, as a serving member of parliament, former shadow minister, Jeremy Corbyn's strongest advocate inside the parliamentary Labour Party, promoting a democracy agenda inside the Labour Party. They got me. You know, ultimately, they then got Jeremy. And, I know, it's you know, they're spread, you. Spreading, spreading their tentacles, though, now, David Miller, you know, in academia, other, other people have, talked, have been talking in academia, etc., etc. And I just think that, you know, and again, I'd just be interested in your thoughts on this, Pete, that you know, if there'd been some pushback uh, by the leadership then, I mean, it's speculation, I know, but I, I really don't think that we would be in such a parlous state as we are now. Honestly, I honestly think that your plight now, being, being kicked out as a scout leader, I mean, absolutely outrageous, you can trace that back to the capitulation to the Zionist lobby by the Labour Party, by the Labour leadership, you know, uh, under Jeremy Corbyn. What, what your thoughts are on that? I mean, the whole thing, Israel started this in 2000 with Dina Peratt and the redefinition oh, yeah. of the IHRA definition of anti-Semitism, which they yeah. launched in 2009, which made it crystal clear 
that they were setting out to say any criticism of Israel is equivalent to Jew hate, which is what they wanted. You know, they wanted to make all us anti-racists similar to Hitler Youth. Oh yeah, you're just like Adolf Hitler, aren't you? Because you could say absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And they've been amazingly successful. And since 2012, when they had the big tent for Israel event in Manchester, and they brought Zionists from all over Britain, Jewish people, representatives, to say, look, you want to push for Israel? This is what you've got to do. You've got to get yourself into the unions, get yourself into the political party, get yourself oh, into yeah. the media, work your way into these organisations and start putting Israel's perspective. And they've been yeah. amazingly successful. They infiltrated oh, yeah. John Landsman and, and Rio Wolfson right at the top. Oh, totally. totally, 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 totally. running the yeah. thing, pulling the strings of the whole Corbyn movement. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, I mean, yes, I mean, you could, you well, could trace mean, the... Uh, they had Laura Koonsberg, I think, a Glasgow Zionist. I mean, they yeah. just managed again yeah. and again and again to pull all the strings in all the places at all at the, exactly the right time, to the point now where the media's terrified of criticising Israel. Oh, yeah. The oh, BBC yeah, yeah, yeah. in Glasgow, they, they say they won't do an advert about Palestine campaigners because the moment they do, the phone rings off the hoop. The Israeli embassy is yeah. so well organized with the board of deputies and 200,000 Jews who fight for Israel, no matter what, that they will swamp any letter, any editor, yeah. any news desk, any switchboard with complaints. And what happens? You know, just recently, they, the board of deputies got um, Glastonbury, they stopped the carbon film from being shown. Well, well, indeed. But just, you know, in, in a way, even, even worse than that. Pete, even worse than that, in a way, was the fact that the Tollpuddle Festival banned the showing of that film. Yeah. It was also prevented from being shown at the Durham Miners Gala event as well. Uh, it was, yes, absolutely, yeah. It was. It was due to be. It was due to be shown at the Odeon Cinema there. Ken Loach and Tosh McDonald had been had been lined up to do a Q and A. Pressure was applied, and it was pulled. Um, that's You've got Unite now actually uh, banning, Unite the oh, yeah. Union banning uh, uh, branches, members from uh, showing the film, you know, on union premises or indeed even using union funds to acquire, you know, book a, a, an alternative venue. And it's just absolutely ludicrous. But we've got to fight back against this, uh, this pernicious uh, so, move by the... So I'll tell you, uh, I'll tell you what, I... haven't we? What I think, what I think, the way forward is, is is very, very hard. But we have to get more and more people involved in it. Like I was reading a poll today, just published by Navarra and the Media four days ago, that said that twenty three percent of the British public support Palestine, and only ten percent support Israel. And if you go down through this survey, you'll find on just about everything, there's a lot more people who favour the BDS you know, who favour... Um, yes, oh, yeah, I mean, despite their best endeavours, um, quite incredibly, really, you know, that support for, for Palestine is great. Interesting you mentioned Navarra Media because, they, you know, they joined in the witch hunt. I mean, they were part oh, of the, part of the yeah. problem. Um, it's interesting. That, but, yeah. but the survey that they've published, which oh, is... Yeah, 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 of course, yeah. It's not often yeah. you get surveys saying how many people support Palestine, and there's a huge no, number no, there. And I, and I think that's what we need to build on. So it's back to the old ways of, you know, flyering. So what have I done? I've put a petition. I've got a petition on change.org. I was going to ask you about, about that. Yeah, so let's put that up. So what is it? W hang on, hold this up again, Pete. www.change.org forward slash scouts. Scouts, I-H-R-A. 
I'll get that to uh, put, put, put that out uh, 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 yeah. as well when we when we post this. Uh, so that, this discussion. that IHRE definition. So that's obviously where this is all coming from, and um, and it's had about well, I've been I've been doing this for about two weeks. I've got about three hundred and seventy signatures. If I can get a thousand, I think that's possibly almost a news story. Um, yeah. So it, it's down at the old ways. You have to flyer people and get them to do it. I've just had 5,000 flyers printed. Look, Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls, right. please don't witch hunt critics of Israel. And I'm going yeah. to be flogging these for the next year. I'm going to be taking them around, giving it to people, saying, please sign the petition. Because people do sign petitions. Yes. Um, you might all think it's pointless, but they do sign petitions. And if you get enough signatures, the media does take an interest. Because well, I think up. if we can embarrass, if we can embarrass the, you know, the the upper echelons of the scouts uh, yeah. organization, then it might make them think twice well, about this absurd move that they've taken against you, Pete. So I've got two objectives. One, obviously, to stop other people being witch hunted out of the scouts. Yes, of course. Is is obviously a lot of parents. You know, they can choose where they send their kids, and I'm telling them to send them the woodcraft folk. I mean, there's only yeah. two branches of the Woodcraft vote in Edinburgh. There's a whole lot in Glasgow. But the Woodcraft yeah. vote is a cooperative movement that does all the same things as the Scouts. And I doubt yeah. if they expel people. I have written to them to ask them if they expel people for criticising Israel. They haven't responded, but I'm pretty damn sure they wouldn't. Um, yeah. You've got, you got to support the organisations that aren't engaging in this bogus anti-Semitism nonsense. And I've got to yeah. say, parents, look, don't support the scouts. If this is what the scouts are doing to people who support Palestine, then don't don't get involved with them. Yeah. Get your kids to join a different youth organisation. Set up your own woodcraft folk because, you know, we shouldn't be putting up with this crap. That's one thing. Yeah. Boycott the scouts. Some hope of that. But I think what's more important is trying to get something in the media because the point at which you get a news, an item in the newspaper, you know, a scout leader expelled for um, anti-Semitism, that is immediately going to get people's interest. They're going to look, oh, Bear Grylls has been asked for a response. He's like, Bear, please tell Bear, what was he going to do? to be involved? At least going to be No, 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 no. You yeah, know, yeah. It, it's to get them to say, oh, you know, we don't talk about discipline matters. But in a way, it also gives us a platform to say, well, this is how insidious it's got. That you can't yeah, even get yeah. volunteer at the scout group and, and complain about Israel. Because, I mean, I've got the rabbi vice backing me up to say I'm not a Jew hater. You know, if we can well, get absolutely. some media coverage to say, even at this ridiculous level where they're targeting people who are volunteering, mm -hmm. you know, what, when when do we call a stop to this? You know, you have to, I think you have to tease out how outrageous. Yes, no, I agree. I agree. Well, I mean, obviously the corporate media uh, is one thing and um, it'd be great if they were to to take it up. Clearly, we've got the opportunity of social media to to raise the issue. We've done this discussion that we've had this evening, Pete, and that will that will reach uh, a number of uh, people, and we'll we'll share it obviously on our social media platforms. And this discussion will will go out again mm -hmm. as as a podcast, and we can promote the petition. Uh, I've decided. You... Go so I'm going to go to the Lib Dem conference, the right. Tory conference, and the Labour conference because they're all a week yes. apart. And each no, one, I'm going to hand out these flyers. Yeah, no, indeed. No, and, 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 you know, people who come to these conferences, bloody hell, well, they're not going to sign the petition, but they need to be aware just how Absolutely. Because these well, are, the you know, I think, I think, and I think if we, you know, people power, if we can 
if we can get people using social media to ask Bear Grylls for, for, a, for a comment, you know, for his view about how it is that somebody who was a long record of uh, working diligently in the scouts, who has a, has a political position of concern, as many people do, about the apartheid regime in the uh, uh, Israeli sort of temporary colony, let's put it like that, um, you know, uh, and, you know, try and put, 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 put him under pressure, really, to say, this is just absurd. But, Pete, thanks for coming on this evening. Say again, sorry? Ultimately, get him to resign, get him to distance himself from the sky. Oh, well, uh, ideally, or, 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 or get them to make a, a U-turn on this uh, absurd policy. But, uh, Pete, how can people, uh, obviously, they've got the petition that which they can sign. Uh, how can they follow you and your work that you do? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm involved in this. The campaign against bogus anti-Semitism became One Democratic Palestine because we thought we wanted to camp to try and do more for Palestine rather than just yeah. campaign against shit that was going on anyway. So we still try and publicise the bogus anti-Semitism that's going on, but we actually do advocate more. And we've managed to make links with groups in Lebanon uh, and, and Palestine who are active in this sort of one-state campaign. And how can people find out about that, Pete? How can people follow well, that? Is it on social media? Well, they can join, yeah. We've got a website, onepalestine.land. Um, okay, and what about, is, so what about Twitter? And uh, are you on oh, yeah, we're on. Well, I'm on, on Twitter. I'm on Kids Not Suits on Twitter. I mean, if you go on to the onepalestine.land, there's all the links at the top, so you can drop okay. the page. You can okay. click through. And in fact, the campaign against bogus anti-Semitism, which is in the petition, if you click through to that, it eventually yeah. takes you to the one palestine.land website. Okay. But at the top, you've got the Facebook link and the, you know, the um yeah the, the, the TikTok. Can I tell you something? This is interesting. You know, um, we we think there's not enough interest out there, but I, I had an argument when I did the rabbi tour, two-thirds of it the way through it, I was in Sheffield. And there was a bunch of people outside the venue trying to stop folk from going in. And these were um, Zionists. Uh, yeah. But they were Zionists with Palestine flags. I don't know if you've seen the new, the new movement. I did, I, did, I did see, I did see your, because you went and confronted them, didn't you? And sort of yeah, they, they waved the Palestine flag. But this is the, the Glasgow Friends of Israel the same. They, they waved the Palestine flag, say, we want to help the Palestinians. This is the front yeah. that they use to show that they're not anti-Palestinian. But then, I mean, I have arguments with him. I said, well, you're not allowed to show the Palestine flag in Israel. Of course you are. No, you're not. It's illegal. Mm. Yes, you are. So they have a complete misunderstanding of what's really going on in Israel. So these guys outside, you know, the Sheffield, and I had my phone in my pocket, and I filmed the interview. And then, mm. because there's no there's no restriction on filming outside. You film anyone outside, no. you can put it on YouTube. You've not broken any laws. And they didn't know that, of course. So there's a five-minute thing where we have an argy-bargy back and forth. And that's been viewed 147,000 times. And every day, yeah. 500 more people are viewing it. So TikTok, yeah. boom, get this on TikTok. You'll be laughing. <laughs> you know, well, you know we'll, we'll, we'll certainly do our best to, uh, you know, promote your petition, uh, Pete, and, and would urge uh, everybody who's uh, watching this evening to sign the petition and to share it and to follow Pete and the work that he does in his campaigns. Thanks, Pete, for coming on this evening and telling us uh, your story. Hopefully it will make uh, some small difference to what's happened and you know, maybe get a U-turn on the uh, ridiculous decision to expel you from the... Yeah. We, yeah. so, ticket, uh, after all your media, hard work. I mean, media coverage. You know, I, I spent my whole life trying to get all, 
get on with journalists. My ex-wife called me a media whore. <laughs> I know lots yeah. of them. If I can get them, because I do lots of other things, and they usually cover yeah. the other stuff that I do, community stuff and these. If I can get them to put yeah. something in the national press about, you know, expulsions on uh, of, of on on kind of charges of anti-Semitism that are patently ridiculous, then hopefully we can just begin. Enough people do this, and and. Journalists eventually, you know, simply for the ludicrous story element, you know, scouts and yeah. I mean, where is it coming from? It might, it might, it might, it might, might the yeah. If we yeah. can get stuff in the media showing this is coming up, this is happening, then you know, we have we have to get a fight back. It only works in the media. It only happens when the journalists feel confident enough to start articulating it. And if you've got well, thousands of people sign a petition, then they feel they can put the story out. No, no, absolutely. Well, let's let's hope that we can, uh, you know, build that build that petition from tonight. It's a petition uh, to bear grills. Yeah, there you go. Petition right. to bear grills. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll put that link out when we should, when we share the link to tonight's program. Thanks, Pete. Anyway, for coming on, and thank everybody for watching this evening. Hopefully, we'll be back next week at the same time on Resistance TV. So until then, this is Chris Williamson and Pete Gregson saying bye for now. Thank you. Dip, dip, dip.